To what extent should the Great Commission shape the practice of Christianity? That was the question I was given, and I explored it over the past couple of weeks. And I was surprised that there was multiple angles that people had. It was very interesting to me that there was, I thought, usually when you think of a religion, you think of it as being very uniform. But that's just when you categorize the whole religion under one thing, which is wrong. And there is multiple outlooks, and I'll be exploring two specific outlooks of what the Great Commission is and how it should be applied in, a, in the typical Christian's life. Um, to start off, the Great Commission is a concept used to support missionary activities for Christian denominations. It refers to a passage, excuse me, a passage from the book of Matthew. It's uh, Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Then, it, then these 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And that's taken from the New International Version. Um, it's a very credited version of um, a biblical translation. And what Jesus is telling his disciples there is that they should go and reach out to the unbelievers of Christ and make him known and spread the gospel or the good news. That's what he's telling the, his disciples or apostles to do. And, for, and the reason it falls into separate categories in Christianity is some denominations don't view it so importantly. They regard it as um, Jesus specifically giving that to his apostles, not to his followers. So, if you, so what that means is if you're a Christian and you believe that the Great Commission isn't that, isn't a, isn't such a prevalent um, concept to follow and apply. That just means that they don't need to. It's they don't regard it as being very important. And the other camp, or the other side of the argument, these denominations in which it is highly supported for its followers to become missionaries. They view this as Jesus' most important commandment for his followers. They actively support their followers to go out and attempt to convert people to Christianity as much as possible. And there's pretty good basis for why they believe that way. Um, I mean, Jesus says it himself is to go out and make disciples of all nations. And that's, that's what most Christians would fall under, the ones that actually practice this. I found a lot of um, evidence to support that not many Christians even know what the Great Commission is. I think it said something like half of them haven't even heard the words Great Commission. It's not directly called for in the Bible. Like it's not directly worded, do the Great Commission. Like that's it doesn't say that anywhere in Scripture. But they use this as those people who think this the Great Commission is important. They use Matthew twenty-eight sixteen through twenty as their 
basis for finding or or not finding for I don't, I don't know how to describe it for for their missions work that's that's what they use matthew twenty eight sixteen through twenty four is through, is for missions work and the, back to the first group of denominations they believe that baptism just calls for the child and that's really how they feel they can get rid of original sin i mean they still support missions work but they don't call on the followers themselves to actively go out like let's say you go to africa and try to convert people to their form of or their denomination of christianity and a really interesting quote i found is converting others to Christianity raises a fundamental question about whether religious diversity is a reality to be celebrated or an obstacle to be overcome. And that that raises a good question about what a Christian should be. Um, it's, it's by Matthew Solmaltz or something. He's a professor of divinity at the College of Holy Cross outside of Boston. And what this quote represents here, I'll repeat it, Converting others to Christianity raises a fundamental question about whether religious diversity is a reality to be celebrated or an obstacle to be overcome. So what he's saying is that should Christians treat other religions as being celebrated or should Christians view other religions that don't believe in Christianity? Should that be, should their goal to make everybody else Christian. So they want uniformity throughout the world. It's a really interesting question to think about as a, as a Christian, what you should do. Um, because I, I think religious diversity personally is good. I think it offers multiple outlooks and multiple different ways of thinking to one particular idea that maybe a Christian wouldn't think of, but maybe somebody from Buddhism, they would approach that concept differently. So I don't know if it's good or not to have religious uniformity, but as a, if I were a Christian, I would think it'd be good. I would think the opposite, like my goal, if I were a Christian, would be convert everybody else to Christianity once I had figured my life out and, and converted to Jesus. But that's not, that's not personally how I feel. I think diversity is a good thing. So I personally, it's a very, it's a very tough argument for some Christians to, to grasp. That's why I think there's a lot of divide. It's not a very divisive thing, like I don't know predestination, and free will, but it's 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 a it's a fundamental thing, or it's a fundamental philosophy that some Christians put a lot of weight in and some Christians don't put a lot of weight in. And there's multiple reasons why some put weight in it and some don't. So that's mine. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Is that your name? Yes, Mr. Williams. Thank you. I couldn't remember if it was Williams or Williamson. Goodbye.